0: Hey, hey, AJ, do you think anyone out there realizes how quickly some of these shows are put together?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they sure will after today. <laughs> Brian, I got a question for you, man. Ooh, yeah, why, yeah, is, to... why is your thumbnail staring at me, man? It's freaking me out. I mean, those are some pretty blue eyes, but god damn.
0: It's, it's following me across, around the room. It's, it is a little you sketchy. Do, yeah, no, I do wish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, I think we should probably start the show. Let's go This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube, so you can see our faces. If our faces are not what you want to see, then go check us out on one of the podcast services of your choice, like Spotify or Apple Podcasts. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and this gentleman to my right, my partner in crime, AJ, from the Underground, PSVR Underground.
1: What is up, Brian? What is up, GameCats? Happy Monday. And boy, do we have an exciting week ahead. Now, gonna be, you know, we like to be transparent around here. There's not a lot of news today. There's not a lot going on, but that doesn't mean we can't have a good time. And that also doesn't mean that we haven't been busting our asses behind the scenes. But it is going to be, guys, despite not being a tons of flashy news, it's gonna be a really exciting week. So strap in. Let's go. Strap in, strap on,
0: let's do this. Man, a little bit of housekeeping, I think. Make sure you join our Discord. The link for that is in the description below. In the video description, click that. Come hang out with us. That's where we hang out 24-7. That's where conversations like this also happen 24-7. And of course, if you haven't been paying attention, we've been doing this whole new Patreon push uh, because we're trying to hashtag higher AJ, We're going to try to get him paid for the things that he already does. We've got some new tiers and new goals over on patreoncom slash games. So if you want to support this channel and make that guy—I'm pointing at AJ, but the logo cut me off—make him part of the team all the time. <laughs> Jesus Christ! patreoncom slash games. Make it happen, boys and girls, In cats. We're here.
1: Doing, Everyone's bud? buckling up. I love it. I'm great, man. I'm yeah. in such a great mood. That's awesome. Uh, I love, uh, you know, my PSVR works right now, which is great. I can go play it if I want to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no great shade start. thrown there. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Uh, yeah, this, this cover story was actually going to be a little bit different, but uh, but today didn't go as planned. So uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit um <laughs> aj i was uh, i was actually over on miles dyer's uh channel before this uh actually a lot of the cats were over there because uh, he interviewed me for uh, his quest for global empathy uh and uh and, man we, we had a two-hour conversation and it was supposed to be i was like do i have to prepare for this is there anything i should prepare for and he's like dude we're gonna talk about vr we're gonna talk about horror movies he goes what would you have to prepare for and we talked about that for about 30 minutes and then went off on a completely different tangent. Um, Miles is an awesome dude, and we had an amazing conversation. So make sure you go check him out over on his channel.
1: Yeah, man, I caught a little. I I caught a little bit of it. Actually, my phone had this issue where it thinks that a microphone is, or headphones are plugged in, uh, so I've got a bit of a problem with my phone right now. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I was gonna check it out. I saw you guys talking on there, and um, yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to check it out later.
0: Nice, very nice. Well, AJ, we should probably begin the show, uh, even though there's no news to talk about, (laughs) with a little bit of news, and one of those news stories happened today. Uh, It is a a brand new game that we've been speculating a little bit about since they first uh, gave us a release date, uh, and that is Probe, a game dev... Experience. Just stop
1: right there, Probe a game dev. A game. Probe Let's a game go. dev. We got. The, come here, endeavor one open wide.
0: <laughs> we're taking volunteers first, and then we're just coming for the rest of you. Uh, probe a game dev. Uh, it actually sounds like a way more interesting game than the game that I played. Uh, probe a game dev experience is. I think it's supposed to be educational. It is. It is absolutely compatible with VR. Um, And it's just just the weirdest thing I've played in a very long time. Um, I don't know if you were able to catch my stream earlier. I know you were busy today. But this was interesting because obviously this was made by a Spanish team. And we were like, I don't even know if this is coming to the U.S. because there's a lot of text to to translate. And I would say most of it was translated fairly decently. Um, But it was just, I'm so confused by the entire experience, man. Like, you run around in first person in this struggling game studio like they need your help and you're there but it is like the most expensive game development studio on the face of the planet like it's overlooking this futuristic city they've got like these giant windows the floor it's just like the biggest place in the world and uh and you talk to a bunch of people and you ultimately find out what they need help with and then you go in and you like build really really simple logic and really simple lighting and really simple everything. You follow the directions on the screen and you make it happen. And uh, and I was so bored that I couldn't even be bothered to read the directions by the third mini game thing. And I was just like, so not into it. And like, uh, I'm sure people on my stream were telling me how to play it properly. I know Belramio had already played it, and so he was trying to help me along. And I was just like, I just can't, man. I just can't. This thing is like 17 or 18 bucks and it's it's very very rough um yeah i can't i really can't recommend it at all so over oh, two on the playstation talent so far don't
1: let us down do not open we believe
0: oh uh, what was it was neon hat the other one
1: yes yeah which again <laughs> the, the
0: fundamentally career, yeah. seemed like it was okay and then they just didn't really finish it up properly yeah Yeah.
1: that's a shame a little rough around the edges
0: but that's uh, but that's my two minute review of Proba uh, game dev experience.
1: All right, um, yeah. So was it? Um, is it? Wait, who said that? Serial uh, killer, the peanut butter checks loving game cat. Asked, did, didn't watch. Is it like game dev tycoon, or is it more like dreams or something?
0: I mean, it's it's something in between. Right, so a lot of it you're just playing in first person and walking around this game studio and talking to people, and then another part of it is they put you into these like sort of mini games uh, where you follow the directions and say, well, this is how you manipulate lighting and blah 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 blah. And so it's really some in between thing where yeah. a, a, a tycoon game makes it sound like you're running the full business and like you know trying to help them become profitable and blah 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 whatever. And it's just you
1: like release a game. Now that sounds kind of fun. If you do the dreams or the uh, the the game dev tycoon where. You like have to assemble a team you have to like like make them crunch like can you like can you like highlight them and be like crunch (laughs) and then it's like you made a great game woohoo! but everyone's dead
0: yeah i mean the funny thing is is that at the beginning of the game when you talk to the ceo of the company he's like we want to make sure that none of our employees have to work more hours than they want to and all the employees are like little whiny bitches and they're like like my son's got a little league game today and i gotta make sure that i get home in time and i was like do you care about this studio, like even remotely? Because I think the answer is no. They don't. Uh, <laughs> it is it is a weird, it is a weird, weird experience for sure. I agree
1: uh, with Bad Waldo. The best game developer simulator is Dreams. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh by five times, time.
0: dude we have a few tips to take care of here and the first one comes to us from Emily Baxter hashtag the game kitten with the five dollar tips his fiance's Rhoda surgery went well hip replacement by the way uh, have a good games cast guys don't know what was meant more painful her surgery or Brian's live stream <laughs>
1: <It> was... <laughs> wow that well, bad huh
0: we're very happy about Rhoda uh, things are things are going well so uh, send, send congratulations to your fiance from us over here in Gamecatland. Uh, also, future past Scott Jesco, PSN Harry Fellow, PSVR GameCat for life, rare with the five and a half quid says tip jar needs topping up. You say okay, let's go GameCats, let's get AJ higher. I mean highest. Ah, smash the like button, Tarzan, or something.
1: <laughs> smash the like button, Tarzan. <laughs> Tarzan, smash like.
0: We also got Miles Dyer with the five quid. Says thank you, Brian. You were an amazing contribution to the hashtag Quest for Empathy, showcasing the power of integrity, community, in the amazing GameCats uh it was nice man it was nice we haven't done a i haven't done a litter box episode in a while so it was really nice to be able to kind of just like open up and uh spill my guts uh for the first time in a while but it got real it got real emotional i think i think miles and i both teared up uh, at least a couple times um wow. yeah yeah
1: we never tear up when, when hosting with me you, sad you, aj you, you've never you've <laughs> never
0: done anything to make me emotional <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also get Yeah with The $2 tip says Loved Game Dev Story Sad this game Isn't like it Yeah I've heard good things About Game Dev Story Big time AJ <laughs> I think yes, we sir. should Move on to the next news story <laughs> We
1: should move on Because Wanderer VR Has given us A second Feature Of some gameplay And this time uh, We got another look And it was in a Similar format Where they're just Going around playing And then they kind of Explain uh, some of the stuff that's going on, some of the features of the game in the gameplay. And man, you know, I, it's getting close to where I don't want to see any more of this game. Getting close. I got to tell you, <laughs> I, I couldn't, for like I a couldn't month. help it. I couldn't help it and watched it. And mm-hmm. I really like what I'm seeing. Um, this one in particular features, features some of the, uh, the way you use your little robotic watch companion mm-hmm. guy. Um, and he's got a, he's got a cool sense of humor. Uh, He kind of sounds like (laughs) Colonel Sanders, but it looks like him too. Uh, And I love that for some reason. It's so funny to me. Um, But they go and and show off some of the the gameplay and features and, and what you can do with him.
0: Yeah, the the first gameplay trailer that they that they released or the first extended one they released, uh, like, what, a month ago, maybe, was <clears throat> was interesting because it was the first time we saw a bigger environment. It was the first time we got to see you walk around an environment and kind of interact with more things rather than just being, like, little snippets of, like, oh, this is what this timeline is like and this is what this timeline is like. And, and so I was like, I don't need to see more of that. I, I'm 100% there with you. I'm like, I've seen enough of this game. And I'm, again, 100% there with you when you say that today's video was important because it actually showcased some of the mechanics and showing that you could right. take that watch and not only change it, uh, change the skin and make it look the way you want it to, but also that there's an upgrade system for even the watch and how many items it can carry. Uh, I, I, yeah. this, this, right. this is making a game that seems like it could have been a walking sim or an experience feel more like it's right. got some solid gameplay mechanics and some solid um, progression systems, which you know that I absolutely love when i play games
1: 100 percent with you there progression systems are kind of like the thing that keeps the the carrot dangling in front of your head mm. and keeps you engaged keeps you wanting like that wanting to get to the end and reach the carrot and have that satisfaction but but yeah <clears throat> i think for me i was really impressed with the with some of the banter in between the watch i like the the you know there's a lot of history of robot companions and uh, a lot of the times they're, they're either, like, really annoying or they're not helpful at all. And uh, this is weird because this is a watch, but it has, like, a personality and a sense of humor, and I think that's pretty cool, like a genuine one. I think that's pretty dope. Yeah,
0: I 100% agree. Uh, this feels like it could be a much meatier game than we expected. Uh, and I mean, and the, the visual polish alone is fantastic. Um, Really got my fingers crossed that that translates over to PSVR pretty well. Don't mind me; I'm actually setting up for the next news story.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I think we got a couple tips. Do you mind hitting those up while I prepare?
1: Uh, yeah, hitting up the tips, yes, sir. Please. We got Dave Station VR in the house tonight. What is up, Dave? Two dollar donation says great episode of Global Empathy. Go watch, folks. Hope you're doing well, Dave. Love you, man. Um, that is over on Miles Dyer, on that channel, uh, and he, uh, sat down with Brian and chit-chat for a little bit. Um, we've also got Lord Vader, Darth Vader, the Game Cat, with the $10 donation. Thank you so much. He says, hello, friends. I hope you are all doing well. I am. Thank you, Darth Vader. I hope you are, too. Brian and AJ, you are both awesome. You're awesome, Darth Vader. All of you are awesome. You're all awesome. Also, zombies. Lots of zombies, because why not? I agree. Zombies are just naturally a great entertainment uh, thing. They, they fit into so many forms of entertainment naturally. I've read lots of books with zombies that were really good. Uh, movies with zombies are can sometimes be really good. And of course, the best video games with zombies are like usually pretty awesome. So, couldn't agree more. And we have... Some zombies for you in this episode, right after we talk about Wander, uh, D- Darth Vader. Uh, finally, we've got Donatello the Scientist Game Cat. Pass me a ninja slice. Don A, Statue of Liberty, $5 donation. Says, wonder if PSVR will go down if there's a whistleblower at Sony. Maybe the Oculus Ambassadors can save them. <laughs> Oh, so much shade thrown today. For real. For real. We
0: also have Manus Ryan the Game Feline with a $5 tip. It says, a game just released on PS4 a few weeks back called Virtua, Virtual Surfing, and the game is freaking flat. How rad would that be in VR, though?
1: I, I mean, saw that, and I was thinking, I'm pretty sure all of us that saw the Virtual Surfing <laughs> were like, why isn't this in VR? Like, the main people that would probably buy this game. Uh, you missed out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been saying for a little while. I just said it in voice chat recently that um, that like the the thing I want most in VR right now is actually virtual racing, like Sega's original arcade game. Just boom, right into actual VR. The flat shaded polygons. I don't want upgraded visuals or anything. I just want that game. Like bring all the virtual games and virtual games over. And uh, so yeah, I mean virtual surfing. That sounds like it would be fun.
1: Yeah, I yeah. thought about doing that in uh, dreams, actually, at one point. I almost did.
0: We also got Scott Jesko, PSN, Harry Fellow, PSPR GameCap for life with the two quid. Says, right, I got it. Hashtag, get AJ highest. Oh, and hit the like button.
1: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Brian, what's the next news story?
0: Uh, it's actually that Albo uh, is teasing the more of the zombie
1: stuff. Um this was more than a tease, Brian. This yeah. was, this was a, a nice little look at the zombie mode, and I am so freaking excited and happy with this uh, trailer. Of course, they were just doing a trailer saying that the game is on sale right now. Alvo is on sale for twenty four ninety nine right now. Do recommend it. You go pick it up. Uh, but they gave us an extra little sneak peek, and it shows off the zombies mode. Brian... What did you think of this? Because I loved it.
0: You know, I want to hear so much what you think of it. Uh, yes. That I want you to tell me what you think of it first. <laughs> and I'll explain Absolutely. why
1: Absolutely. I will gladly do so because this confirms what I was hoping for in that there is like an actual objective based system in this mode, it is not just wave one. Wave two, wave three there, which, you know, to some degree may have some staying power, but not as much as a thing where it has objectives. I have to go watch the trailer again and like pause it right on the spot and see what it was saying the objectives were. But I saw them building up cash and I saw them um, doing a couple things. And yeah, it looks Really cool. Now, it did look like something like some of the dogs they showed. Uh, they, like, kind of stuck together. It looks like it needs a little bit of polish. I don't care if this isn't even, like, complete complete by the time we get it. Like, as long as it comes out in October, you know, I'll be happy with it. Uh, I'll take a little bit of day one jank with it. But, um, but overall, like, the enemies. Like, this gives me – it honestly gives me such hardcore, like, House of the Dead-looking vibes. The way the, the levels look. And the way the enemies look, the dude with the axe swinging at you, and you're shooting at him, and his health bar going down. Oh my god, I'm so excited about this,
0: dude. I'm really excited about this too. I think I, I think I needed something to uh, to get back into Alvo. Uh, every time I, every time I tested out, I'm like, this is great. But uh, but it, this is going to be a mode where I feel like I can really just, like sink my teeth into. No pun intended. In uh, this, it just seems awesome. Sorry about the trailer. I had this. <laughs> <laughs> right i don't know why it was formatted like that so i'm just i'm just bringing back the other trailer um but yeah no this this gives everybody a reason to be excited and uh in men like they, i know they haven't said when this is coming out but if they can manage to get this out this month it'll be absolutely perfect i think after this week we're gonna need uh a little bit of something something um and just run around and killing zombies together sounds like a lot of fun
1: Yeah, man, I'm really I've got high hopes for this just because it's coming out in October. And yeah, like I said, you know, and this is a mode that I hope they start like, you know, whatever they start with. Great. But I hope they expand on it as well, uh, because zombies, Zombies
0: because zombies.
1: (laughs) Yes. But it's more than just zombies. Like I said, it's got like the dogs. It's got the guys with the axes coming after you and stuff. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a little bit more than what I expected when they first said there was going to be a zombie mode. Um, it's a little bit more like mechanics to it, enemy variety to it. So I'm pretty excited.
0: Yep, yep. This is a game that's going to keep evolving over the course of hopefully the rest of the uh, the PSVR one lifespan, uh, and, and obviously it'll continue evolving into the PSVR two lifespan as they've said very. I, I think I think they've said pretty plainly that. Their plan is to bring yeah. algo to PlayStation VR 2. So,
1: absolutely, they're going to be bringing it to PSVR two, and it's going to be a great, uh, great to have it there. Okay. Um, I think with every update, it has gotten pretty much a lot better, uh, especially after the aim contro- uh, move controllers update, uh, and then there's another on the way. So just keep at it, guys. This is what I knew the game was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty clear about what it was, and uh, you know, I just I'm just glad to see them like kind of slowly delivering.
0: Yeah, I will say that, you know, full transparency, when when, when I reviewed this game, I was having a blast when I reviewed it, Um, and and I I felt like I was able to overlook a lot of its faults because I was having so much fun, and so maybe the score of 8.0 was, you know, a little generous, and I think it's growing into that score as time goes on, Um, so I'm I'm really, really happy to see that it's it's becoming the game that we really, really wanted it to be.
1: Yeah. Well, moving on, Brian, uh, Hubris VR. One of the main headlines of this show and discussion, Uh, Hubris, as you may or may not know all, is a science fiction action adventure game uh, that was announced. um, I don't remember. It was announced as part of like Road to VR or VR Focus. Maybe it was VR Focus. Um, And they basically confirmed that it is a PSVR title um, in the future. And it's made by a bunch of, like, people with a background of, like, high-end uh, animation um, artists, which you see a lot of people that get into VR tend to be a lot of graphical designers and, and stuff like that. And uh, and then they end up making a, a VR game. But the first previews are in, Brian, and we've gotten a, uh, a couple articles from a, uh, a few different sources. And things are looking pretty good, man.
0: Yeah, I do want to say that um, I had access to this game for a while uh, and didn't get around to it. Uh, I was going to give it. A sh- I was going to give it a shot today to see if the the code was still active, um, and and of course, you know, the second I turn on my uh, quest and hook it up to my PC, it's like no internet connection. You're not allowed to do jack shit. And I was like, oh well. In that case, uh, so this this turned very quickly from a uh, a hubris first you know first impression preview, uh, games cast to a hey let's let's talk about what everyone else is saying about hubris currently now the 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 thing that i had access to is the same thing everyone had access to it was the pc version uh pc vr version that was uh the first or i wouldn't want to say the first hour of the game but it is an hour of the game that's about how long the demo is uh and dude it sounds like the first impressions that people are are uh, publishing pretty damn good which is yeah,
1: at least especially visually, um, it's actually getting compared to a lot of AAA games. Like people are a lot of people are saying it looks like a AAA game visually, and they're saying that basically the only thing that they think looks better is like Half-Life Alex. Uh, so that's pretty high praise. And you know, we knew from the trailer that this was pretty good, but let me lead you, read you a little. Uh, piece from VR Focus's write up Um, and they say they're talking about you know the graphics and stuff Uh, like how how great the graphics look when they say well it seems as though that the trailer and screenshots weren't lying as Hubris does in fact look that good with the first section of the planet you land on an off you land on offering stunning sun beaten rocks and dappled water effects possibly the best water effects seen in VR to date I don't know about you Brian but I, since the beginning of time, have always loved water effects yes. in, in, in video games. That is something I've... Like, when the water looks good, I can stay there for a while. <laughs> Dude,
0: I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent about this, because it's just a small <laughs> part of this preview. But <laughs> Right. But when, when water became really cool was on PS2, because it was Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, where you ran, ran around in a pool of water, and like there you could actually see the waves that you were causing and ripple out around you. And also... Eco, uh, that game on PS2, also had amazing water physics, and that's the first time I started paying attention to water. And then it was, yeah, it was very important after that to me. Before that, it was just like yeah. a blue polygon. <laughs> it's like here you go. When it comes,
1: yeah, when it comes to water effects, I'm trying to think of some other VR games that have really good ones. And I think like AstroBot comes to mind. Uh, also, Ace Combat Seven in particular. I remember that being like one of the first things I noticed in Ace Combat Seven. In the uh, VR mode. But anyways, moving on. Uh, they continue to say, and that's no surprise considering Cyborg's history as a 3D animation company before moving into video games. The buildings in tech have that usual clean-cut sci-fi feel to, to them, very reminiscent of titles like Halo. Um, and then they go on, there's one more paragraph here, and says, but looks alone won't carry hubris with the one-hour demo giving a good feel for the physicality the experience will offer. The video game jumps straight into a training mode where you can run, jump, climb, swim, and pick up a gun and batteries, the former for a quick shooting range, the latter uh, a hint at the puzzles to come. So there will be puzzles. Um, so uh, this game is going to be classified under action adventure, and it's the setup right now. There wasn't a lot of combat. They were saying stuff like, you can shoot some squid that like kind of come and a- attack you, and uh to me I originally saw this game as a potential hoping that it fills the void of Subnautica VR which is something I really wanted and never got um and I'm hoping I I'm hoping it kind of fills that void just a little bit
0: Yeah uh one one of the things they've uh... All, all the previews remind us about this game. I uh, I interviewed one of the developers uh, during the April's PSVR AF event, uh, and, uh, and he called it, you know, hubris chapter one or episode one or part right. one or whatever it was. Right. Um, and uh, so, you know, if, if that's one of the things that turns you off about VR, just keep in mind that this is supposed to be self-contained. A self-contained story so you, there will be a beginning middle and end and you're not going to be waiting for chapter two to actually get that uh and that this should be a complete five to six hour game when all is said and done um and, and, I, and i'm actually surprised that it's five to six hours that could be dev speak because devs devs always seem to make right. their game sound longer than they are by a significant 90% margin yeah 90%. and when a game looks this good uh and we don't, we're not totally familiar with like the budget that's behind it, it makes me go, oh, this could very well be a two-hour situation where you blast through and it's like, well, wow, that was beautiful, but it was very, very short, because that's all the budget will allow for. We just saw that with Ionia, which was 45 minutes. Right, right. Yeah. But,
1: uh, yeah, early um, impressions, people seem very high on the visuals. Um, the combat seems like it still has a long way to go, and um, when it comes to the combat, but the exploration of the game so far and some of the uh, minus a little bit of tweaking possibly needed, people seem to be pretty uh, surprised, actually, by the physicality of the game. They were Mm -hmm. like, wow, like I wasn't expecting all this physicality. Um, And uh, I think that's one of the things that makes uh, VR immersive, even though sometimes it's more fun to have kind of shortcuts um, I think the physicality plays a big role in making games more immersive.
0: Yeah, over on uh, WindowsReport.com, <clears throat> which I honestly isn't a site that I'm familiar with, I'm shocked that there's not more previews of this because when the embargo lifted, uh, I, I just expected every single site to have coverage of it. Um, <clears throat> they, they mentioned the physicality, too. They said the main way Hubris tries to co- um, combat motion sickness is by making the player perform physical activities. So this was seemingly a way around motion sickness. Like many other VR adventures, you'd be climbing a lot of surfaces, from ledges to ladders. You'll even be hanging from alien tentacles that you fabricate and shoot across gaps. Uh, and, they said, and they followed that up with, yes, really, you have to hunt down squids from... Uh, to, Hunt down squids, grab their tentacles, and mix them in a machine to make an elastic alien <laughs> rope that you can use to it. cross large crevices. Now, <laughs> they, they make a whole reference about how, like, it, it stretches as far as you're willing to stretch it. Like, uh, they make a reference to The Last of Us Part Two, the electric, an electric cord. Um, but it just sounds so, like, over the top and ridiculous. And so, like, that they've really given their sci-fi world a lot of thought. Um, that this is something they're like, oh yeah, just take this and fucking make this, and pff, there you go. And it was like, what a what a weird thing to do, but but awesome at the same time.
1: Yeah, man. So really looking forward to this. It is supposed to release in the first half of twenty twenty two. Is I think their window. Um, it could have been quarter one, but I'm just going to say first half because <laughs> you know it could even be later. But but uh, yeah, I I'm hoping that this is one of the few exceptions to the episodic games. It actually delivers, um, and sure. I think it has the, the setup for it. They just have to to, to deliver it.
0: Yeah, they, they do go a little bit further about the physicality on Windows Report. Um, this person specifically said they, what I've never experienced before was the swimming mechanics. As stated, uh, this planet has a lot of water, and you'll be swimming through small pools of water and submerging yourself through tunnels. You'll move around by making swimming motions with your hands, and this really felt awesome to do in VR. Now, I can't think of too many games that use... Swimming mechanics in terms of like that, it's just usually just like point and you know pull with the move button. Um, but uh, but it's it's awesome to see that a bigger game is starting to use the uh, the free uh,
1: free tri- diver free diver tri- we were down mechanics. About that yes, yeah, that it, those swimming mechanics are so satisfying. Oh, my God. It's so good.
0: <laughs> so, And this this does seem to be hitting a lot of different notes. It's not, you know, when, when I talked to the devs uh, during the April's PSVR event, I was like, so is this a first-person shooter? Said, it's much more than that. It's definitely a first-person adventure uh, with a lot of different mechanics, obviously puzzle solving. Obviously, uh, you're making some items. You're shooting. There's definitely some combat, um, So, and certainly some exploration. So this is seeming like something that's going to be uh, something we really, really, really want to look forward to. AJ, I have to ask you, though... Since this demo was only available on PC VR, and they're and they're looking to do this on all major headsets, it's supposed to come to all major headsets, including PlayStation VR and, of course, like Quest. Um, do you, Do you think that these ambitions are a little too lofty for the current gen PSVR, or uh, or, or or even, you know, a step down with the Quest Two?
1: I don't know. I've been surprised before, so uh i think av- on average uh you know we never even got rhythm of the universe ionia so if we would have gotten that mm. then then i'd be like i'd have a probably a better answer for you but i've seen some impressive stuff pulled off so we'll have to wait and see it's true it's um, true
0: and just a in just a heads up everybody ionia is still coming it wasn't canceled on psvr they just uh they they said very very recently over on their discord that they're polishing up the PlayStation VR version. So it just wasn't quite ready for launch, but we should be seeing it somewhat soon. Uh, and I'm glad, it, I'm, I'm glad it doesn't seem to be coming this week because man, this week is fucking crazy enough. We don't need any more games this week.
1: Yeah, no, we don't.
0: <laughs> um, we also got a couple tips here. We got Alberto Mapam, the game gato with the 50 Mexican pesos. He says, just here to say hello and hoping you saw Q the cat on discord. Uh, it would be awesome to see many different iterations of Q saludos. Uh, Alberto, I did, see, us, my
1: friend.
0: I, I did see. I did see Cue the Cat uh, on Discord. I like looked like uh, looked like had some major ball sackage going on around this area. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I got ball sack on the brain. My bad. <laughs> it was it was awesome, and I would love to see many iterations. I, I don't know, man. D- doesn't everybody have ball sack on the brain? Is that not a thing? Uh, no. I'll see myself out. <laughs> <laughs> um thank you very much Albert that was, uh very awesome I saw that and I didn't even have a chance to respond we also got Emily Baxter hashtag the game kit with the two dollar tip says she's demanding a correction Rhonda not Rhoda <laughs> like, please please give the fiance a hug for us Help
1: my me bad Ronda, tell, tell me she probably hates that song uh all right Help so moving Roda. on uh we had a quick uh discussion Brian now um interesting little subject that we wanted to just touch base on and that is which PSVR games Brian do we consider a 10 out of 10 and before we start no. want to define what it is to be a 10 out of 10 and to me personally it usually means a game that kind of like moves every like like does something better Like even if it's just an iteration on something done before, it does it better or in a new way that is like pretty mind blowing or does something really special that hopefully like can actually set a new trend or change something. Um, And to me, a game's any game technically there's no there's no such thing as a perfect game. It doesn't necessarily have to mean every little thing is perfect, Hmm. uh, but in that what it does. It mostly does like ninety nine percent of everything right, I would say, and then also like like I said, does something special that is above and beyond that nobody else can. Most other people cannot match.
0: Yeah, I'd like to take that even a step further and maybe lower the bar even a little bit and say that it's just an app, either an absolutely mind blowing experience, uh, or is a new high water mark in you know for 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 the console or the headset that it's on, you know so. Uh, doing something better than ever than anyone else. I don't know if that it's a requirement for me. Like, but if something is just like an absolute must-have and it's just a total joy to play, um, you know, I've only we've only given out a couple tens ever, uh, and, and I'm sure we're going to talk about those in just a second after we give a shout out. Two, I'm getting there. I swear to you. I absolutely, there it is. Serial <laughs> Killer, the peanut butter checks loving game cat meow, with a ridiculous over the top $100 tip says, My surgery is tomorrow and I have, and I met my out of pocket expenses. So it's free. <laughs> Here's a little something uh, to help with the hashtag HireAJFund. Fund. Serial Killer, I hope it's nothing, uh, nothing too serious. Um, but, but please keep us posted. Let us know. Uh, and thank yeah, you man. so, so very much for, thank for the generous awesome. donation.
1: We'll be thinking about you, dude, and have a have a wonderful procedure, safe procedure. A wonderful and, procedure. Uh, good luck, man. <laughs> yes. We'll be thinking about it. <laughs> we'll be thinking about you, and uh, yeah, man, go and get it.
0: And before we get on to this 10 out of 10 conversation, Mad Max, the underground VR game cat, still on parole with the $2 tip. says, damn late, plus wanted, to, wanted you to say the name pizza. Wait, damn late, plus just wanted you to say the name Mad Max, the underground VR game cat, still on parole. Got it. Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. Pizza. Aj, so I said we didn't. Uh, we, there's not too many ten out of ten games on PSVR. I don't know how many of my ten out of tens you agree with, and vice versa, because mm-hmm. you don't do you don't do as many reviews as you used to, uh, and so I don't. We don't actually know your numerical scores for a lot of the games that maybe I consider ten out of ten. Um, what's your list of ten out of ten games?
1: Well, I wanted to just you know. I wanted to hear yours first, and, and then give you another one. But uh, I'd have to say the obvious, uh, an obvious ten out of ten to me is AstroBot. Great. AstroBot Rescue Mission. That game is perfection from start to finish. It is pure joy to play. And and uh, actually, the other day, two days ago, it was actually Astro's birthday. Three years old. He's growing up so fast. Um, but yeah, I played it over the weekend too, and I've been listening to the soundtrack lately. And I think AstroBot out Nintendo's Nintendo at their own game, and and really, you know, I think AstroBot Rescue Mission in VR is even better than Astro's Playroom on mm. PS Five. I think uh, I think it's one of the most special, uh, amazing platformers I've ever played in my life. And I grew up on platformers, and this was like a dream come true game for me. Uh, it's absolutely incredible the the polish the variety the depth the platforming the precise like gameplay the only game to actually use the touchpad in like a super meaningful way the yep. best game that is the, the game that has used the touchpad the best of any ps4 uh, game ever and like all the things this game does is just magic on a disc uh and it is incredible i love 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 astrobot 10 out of 10
0: yeah that so i don't disagree at all i don't disagree at all i think that you know the the campaign alone might be a 10 out of 10 but then going on and doing the challenges uh and just some of them that take multiple tries to get uh and just really really working your way through that is because it, it, the game, I don't, I don't think the game is terribly difficult. I think there are certainly some difficult stages, but over, over
1: challenging parts. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and but but for people who really want a difficult challenge, like like really want to test themselves, some of those later challenges in the challenge section are are brutal. And, and especially, yeah. I remember doing the. Uh, I was trying to get the platinum trophy for that, and I was doing the uh, the live stream where I had to uh, squirt the water right in front of Astro as he's running over lava. Um, just so he had a solid path to walk on. And I must have done that fifty times on the stream. Uh but still it was it was such an amazing mechanic and it was such a it was such a it was such a great game, so memorable. And I agree, yeah. Out Nintendo's Nintendo, big time.
1: Yeah. What about you? What's your first one?
0: Uh there's a little game that came out uh near the beginning of the PlayStation VR lifespan, uh called Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> And everyone is so sick of hearing me talk about Resident Evil Seven, but it's. I'm of, honestly
1: not. I could. I could hear you talk about it a lot.
0: It's one of those games that just does absolutely everything perfectly. The only complaint anyone could possibly uh, throw against it is that it doesn't have mood support. And I don't even care. When I play that game, I'm um, every single time I jump into that game, I'm surprised. I go, "Holy crap! How is this game this stunning?" It is still by far the best-looking PlayStation VR game. It's the scariest PlayStation VR game. It's got more content than almost any other PSVR game. There's a few exceptions. But just all the DLC is amazing. The campaign is amazing. Uh, I mean, it's 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 a 10 out of 10 on the flat screen and like an 11 out of 10 in VR. The game is just absolutely incredible.
1: Yeah, I think my favorite thing about Resident Evil 7 is that it's so goddamn scary. It's so scary and uh, that people can't play it. And to me, that's not necessarily a negative, like that it's just so well designed and so freaking scary that literally it's too intimidating, it's too stressful, but it's so well designed in my opinion as well. Um, and I think that's what makes, that's my favorite thing about it is like, it's just how scary it is. And I love that. That that may, it shows it to me. It's special because it shows how scary VR is when you make a good horror game in it, how scary it can be.
0: Yeah. It also shows like what uh, a talented team, uh, and uh, maybe, maybe some Sony money, millions of Sony dollars can do. Uh, it, yeah. sho- it shows that there was enough power in the PlayStation 4, even the OG, to put out an, an amazing-looking PlayStation VR One game. It says that all along, this thing has been more than capable, and it was just some of the developers weren't up to the task of uh, of making of getting their game from the flat screen over to PSVR. This was proof positive from almost day one that this that that VR was capable, uh, and especially PSVR One was capable. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was just unbelievable, man. And still in my book still hasn't been topped. Still hasn't been topped all these years later.
1: Yeah. No. Um, another one is this little game.
0: Come on. Give me one. I disagree with me. Come
1: on. Give me one. I disagree <laughs> with. I want to fight. <laughs> I'll give you one. Uh, maybe I don't think I have any that you'll disagree with, yeah. but I love, uh, I love Brian Piccolo saying Wipeout is a 10 out of 10. Oh, that is a, damn, <laughs> such a good game. Um, but uh, but The Walking Dead: Saints and Sinners, man, because what it does from the survival and the gameplay and the physics, um, you know, I think gameplay wise, game loop wise, atmosphere, um, this was made by people that uh, clearly uh, are experienced, talented, de- like like driven, and and I feel like um, I feel like they just got everything right. This. There's not another game that really has these kinds of physics, or um, and I think that's a big part about it. The way that everything, the way that they did the 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 menu and the UI and everything. You grab your flashlight. You grab your journal for X. your for your thing. It's no, it's there's no menus in this game that just randomly pop up that I can think of really. Um, you you grab you grab your journal. You grab your backpack. You you throw stuff behind your back. You grab weapons from your sides from your from your back um all these things they, they just put so much thought into uh just you know how do we make this with the most immersive features ever and that is why i always say it's the best psvr game or and one of the best vr games i mean the pcvr crowd i haven't played half life alex but when the PC VR crowd tells me mm-hmm. like it does things better than Half Life, Alex. I'm like, then, then why? Then where is the PCVR crowd like not like raving about this like all the time? I mean, maybe they are, and I just don't see it. But, um, but yeah, to me, this game, and and you know, and then we got the extra content for it, which was also great. But I just think, uh, I think it just has so many things right that nobody can replicate, and uh, has been yet to replicate just as like to the T as they have
0: yeah I, th- I think saints and sinners is an example of a game that i don't think does everything right and and certainly has uh there are people who disagree with some of the things that are in the game i know there's a lot of people who don't like stamina being there at all but i do feel as though as a survival Ooh, game
1: it, i love the stamina system i,
0: I i'm glad i'm glad there's stamina in the game i think it just was implemented in a really stupid way um and so like i like it irritates me to play that game sometimes with that current and stamina system, but it's still a ten out of ten game for me because it's because everything else is so well done and it really was like a new high water mark for for VR games. That like it's you, right ten out of ten doesn't mean perfection always. It just means absolutely right. mind blowing, amazing game that you need to play. And, and I think that by that that definition, it is one hundred percent a ten out of ten game.
1: Right. Again, there's there's no. I don't think. I think, like, even, you know, with every game, you can find little things to nitpick. But I feel like the things you can nitpick here get just completely blown out of the water by the things it does. They're just such a higher – executed at such a higher level than the average game that I've seen. Um, when, when nobody else – when, you know, when so many other games can't replicate this or, or don't, you know, do, do the things that this does, then it makes it also unique. So, it, it, like, not only does it do everything right, but it also is, like, in a league of its own kind of by itself. Um, but, yeah, man. So,
0: Oh, but you brought that one up, right?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, good. Well, then I'm going to bring up what I think is the reason to have a PlayStation 5 currently uh, and the PlayStation VR1 headset on the PlayStation 5, and that is Media Molecules Dreams. I think that, I, I think that is de- the definition. Like, if I... You know, I don't think, I saw somebody in the chat saying, oh, if I could only have one uh, one PlayStation VR game, it would be Resident Evil 7. And I would never pass up that experience for anything ever. But a part of me is saying, if I only had one PSVR game for the rest of my life, I would finally be able to sit down in dreams and make something that I'm really, really proud of and take a lot of time and create a VR game these these things look amazing on the PlayStation 5 the the way that the, yeah. the way that the PlayStation 5 is able to max out the resolution in the headset and make everything look crystal clear and just you're able to build these bigger worlds i mean dreams is such a powerful tool the fact is when when that vr patch was first announced you dave and i sat here and were like yeah but like what's it really going to be capable of we're going to be stuck in these tiny little rooms with barely any functionality is it going to have move support is it going to have this going to have that right and and it just even on the pro it blew us away. We we're like, oh, this is way better than we anticipated. Then on the PlayStation Five, it was way better than we anticipated. And then they added, uh, then they added aim support. They had move support. Uh, I mean, it is if you are even remotely creative, Dreams is an absolute must-have title. You know, it's, it's twenty bucks here in the states. You know, if it goes on sale for ten. I mean. If you don't have it, I don't know what you're doing with your life. And just to play, I I should have said, if you're not creative, there's so much other stuff to play that keeps coming constantly.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Uh, I didn't interrupt you. (laughs) I think Dreams is a 10 out of 10 because there are several Dreams creations that are better than 50% of the entire VR library. I've said that before. Stuff like HyperCycle Arena 2. Um, uh, Jungle Bill. Uh, just there are so many. This the uh, the Idyllium, the the uh, mm-hmm. Contemporary Art Museum, which is like the most amazing art museum experience thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, and it's like original and and beautiful and stunning. You you know you do have to of course play it on a PS Five, but um, but yeah, I think because of some of the experiences and games. The amount that are the amount that it already has so early in the life cycle like I said left to rot uh, a completely original game that is like Resident Evil 7 and alien isolation the list just goes on and on and on and visually it can pull off things that are like way more impressive like stuff that looks so good I didn't even know the PSVR headset could look that good um, so, yeah, to me Dreams is absolutely a 10 out of 10. I think it's one of the most special games of all time, one of the coolest things ever made, and uh yeah, it's basically another dream come true kind of deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Man, we're going to disagree um, about one of these any I don't know if we're going to disagree on any of these. I, I don't
1: maybe maybe we'll uh maybe we'll di- well, I don't know, we'll see. I, I I got like a couple more, but um but so uh I'm going to have to say No Man's Sky. Uh especially on PS5, uh No Man's Sky is an absolute 10 out of 10 for me. Um I love sci-fi, I love exploration, and you know, people always talk about how they want VR to be this like world that they could just live in, get sucked into and uh absolutely love and uh and that I don't think I don't think a lot of people realize uh, that No Man's Sky is like this, where it's like almost infinite in how big it is and how much there is to do. And uh, there's stuff, you know, it's not just flying ships. Uh, you know, obviously it starts out as a a survival. Uh, it's, it starts out like as a survival where you um, where you like just basically have to survive, and and then you have to fix your fix your ship. But then it's got like m- like huge multiplayer. It's got driving, uh, driving doom buggies across things, giant creatures you can like tame and ride. And, uh, man, just absolutely, uh, one of the most immersive, like deepest games. One of those few hybrid games that like actually implemented lots of VR stuff instead of like, you know, just being like a dual shock in VR.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. It's weird because I, when I think about No Man's Sky, I think about how daunting it is, and that could easily be lodged against it as a complaint, as something that's not, you know, it's not accessible to everybody, and it, and it takes a long time to, to learn the ropes. Um, I spent a lot of time in No Man's Sky, and I still have no idea what I'm doing or how to do pretty much anything, oh. but that's – but to me, so many people say, say the same thing about the dreams creation tools, right? They say, oh, it's so daunting, and so like, it's it's not great because it's tough for people to get into, but the daun- daunting ultimately means that there's so much going on that it'll take you forever to really explore everything it has to offer. And that's why it's so daunting. Otherwise, the, otherwise all the systems would be way more simple, right? But, but it has to be a little daunting because it's so deep and all the mechanics are so deep and allows you to do so much. And so I, like, I, it wouldn't even be fair for me to be like, oh yeah, No Man's Sky is definitely a 10 out of 10 when I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing in this game. But I have seen a lot. I've put like 30 hours in, uh, and I, I've and I've seen what uh, other people have shown me, and, uh, and and all of the different updates that have come out just keep expanding and expanding and expanding this game. That like I can't disagree with the 10 out of 10. Even though I'm like I it would be, it would be pretty unprofessional for me to be like oh yeah no it's absolutely a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I just don't know personally.
1: Yeah, I I wish I could just like again one of those things I wish I could just copy a USB drive and just, like, share you all the information (laughs) just directly. (laughs) It it would take a long time, though, but it is just – it also keeps getting updated. It's still supported. It's probably going to have a PSVR 2 version. But to me, it's a lot about just the exploration, the sci-fi, and the depth of it all. Um, The game is just super deep, and, uh, yeah, there's just always something to discover. I've been playing the game for years and uh, still discovering new things, and yeah, there's so many different things. You could build racetracks. Like, like I said, you can, and you can interact with people. You can, you can like, it's got, it's almost like an MMO at this point. Um, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, uh, I think is absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah. And that's where my list of 10 out of 10 stops. Because as I think we have a ton of other amazing games on PlayStation VR, but I, I, I struggle to give any of them a, a 10 out of 10, uh, but if there's more, well on then your we list. have one.
1: <laughs> I actually, uh, I really want to say Firewall, but I'm going to give just an honor mention to Firewall because mm-hmm. I think that game is absolutely incredible. Um, I think it's the you know obviously it was the biggest multiplayer shooter that we had mm-hmm. um, and was huge. It's a system seller. It's very rare for a VR only game. That is a new IP to be a system seller. That's pretty hard to do. And that game sold tons and tons of headsets. That's a game that, you know, uh, some people, yeah, like just only play that game. And to me, that is super special. So screw it. I'll give Firewall a 10 out of 10. But the other one I want to give a 10 out of 10, Do that you might disagree with is Farpoint, baby. Let's go. Oh, man developed the aim controller now i know this game is not technically a 10 out of 10 but it is to me brian uh i really think that farpoint is absolutely something special i think i think the uh the negative stuff of the 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 weakest modes and stuff in farpoint Mm -hmm. are like not even relevant like don't take away from anything because they're different modes but the story in farpoint uh, is absolutely incredible, and you know most people. The sad part is most people don't even get past the the big first boss, which is the spider. Uh, and then, at, but after you beat that, the story continues. It's got a fantastic story, um, and and then you go into like giant like robots and and aliens and all this stuff, and uh, and and then beyond that, Brian is a handcrafted co op mode, which is like. It's not just hey this is the single player. It's like no, like they've redesigned these levels. There's some brand new ones that you don't even see. It's got weapon upgrades and all this stuff. The co-op is absolutely incredible. So, um yeah, man. I got to give it to Farpoint for my last one.
0: Yeah, I'm going to disagree with both of those choices. Uh and yeah. and and not not violently disagreeing I'm not not gonna get up in arms and shit but because I think you know if you can if you can sink hundreds and hundreds of hours into a game like Firewall um then it's hard to be like well I didn't enjoy it (laughs) it's like obviously spent hundreds of hours in it and uh and that's and that's great uh but yeah it's just you know
1: just cats get it man love you guys yeah I'm not saying you're wrong for not agreeing because you're not No, because Um, because but uh, the people that I know had the same experience that I did. I I can tell in the chat because their excitement matches mine completely. And it's just like that game is so ahead of its time and so special. Uh, and the way it does just executed so many things. Uh, if, if the experience landed right for you, like, you know how amazing that game is.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, obviously Farpoint. uh, Farpoint does a lot of things right, and it does a ton of things right, honestly. But man, it's you know I, I've the, the story in the campaign doesn't make up for the fact that like I really do think that the level design is really lackluster. In uh, the D you know
1: that, that it's it feels triple like A environments though. <clears throat> I mean, I know it's linear, but yeah, but it's like but you look around and like like yeah, you kind of have like a limited space. Um, you know, you have like a limited space to to run around. Some of them actually do open up a little bit. But if you actually look at the detail, like the the moon that's like exploding, or the giant buildings that are like alien or whatever, or the the special effects that are go- that is happening, all that shit is like really incredible. You don't see that in other games, no. Uh, really.
0: No, I, I'm I'm never going to disagree with you that the graphics are stunning. Uh, because, or in a lot of the environments are stunning, but but yeah, I wasn't a fan of the level design. Uh, I, th- I thought that yeah, it was it was one big corridor from start to finish, and uh, and it just it just made me feel like and it, and it went wide. It did it did the Uncharted Four thing where it's like these wider areas, and I was like, oh cool, give me a reason to go and explore these other areas. And there's no reason to explore; you're just wasting your time. Uh, and so it, it felt like it was missing some key components for uh, to to really take the belt of like the this. Amazing over the top uh, first person shooter. Like there were just some components that didn't quite land uh, the way I needed them to. The story, unbelievable. Environments, graphics, unbelievable. The gunplay, unbelievable. I didn't love some of the weapons. Uh, You know, so there was there's there's a little bit of down with a lot of ups, and uh, and that's and that's when it starts going. Hey, maybe this isn't quite a ten, but easily you know in the mid to high nines for me. Same same with Firewall. I think Firewall's incredible. I love that game. I've always had so much fun playing it. But again, mid to high nines, not quite a ton.
1: Yeah, I hear you. AJ. So the, yes. We've talked about a lot of great
0: games. And I really, really hope that over the next six minutes, we're going to be talking about another great game so that it won't be too difficult to guess. It's time (laughs) for PSVR 20 questions. And I'm really going to need all the cat's assistance out there because, as you guys know, the second this game starts, all knowledge of PSVR leaves my brain immediately. So, uh, basically, you guys in the chat and me, we have 20 yes or no questions to ask AJ to try to figure out what PSVR game he's thinking of. Do you have one in mind, AJ? I do. PSVR 20 questions. Oh, boy. Let me put the timer we up on the clock. We haven't
1: block. won one of these in a while, Brian. We need to win one of these.
0: I feel like it's been a while,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since one of us won. All right, I'm gonna, I need
0: a fresh piece of paper here. I need to get ready to take some notes. All right, uh, putting in a six minute timer up from Timer Topia. You catch ready in the chat. you going to help me out. Let's do this. AJ, is it a horror game?
1: It is not a horror game, I'm Brian. Already
0: screwed. Jamie out with the $2 tip <laughs> says, Hey, AJ, one time Brian told me Farpoint is average. <laughs>
1: Ah. (laughs) thanks jay i I was gonna do a horror game and then i was like it was like no Mm -hmm. you because you're a monster i'm a
0: monster monster. i'm the (laughs) worst i'm terrible terrible but you love me anyway does this game have amazing environments (laughs) no okay hard no uh okay let's see here let's see oh 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 uh do you drive a vehicle in this game
1: you do drive a vehicle in this game.
0: Good one, Johnny Moles. Good one. Um, is it a? Would it be considered a? Is it, would it considered a, a shooter? No, it is not a shooter. Not a shooter. Whoa. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm looking. Looking. Uh, has this developer made other PSVR games?
1: Uh, yes, I believe so. Yes, they have.
0: Okay. This is, this is helpful. This is really helpful. <laughs> All you are is history says, so this game sucks balls then.
1: This right game here, does right suck here. balls. Big balls. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, well, we can go further with this vehicle thing. Uh, Ian Stanbridge, I'm going to go with your question. Is it a racing game?
1: It is not a racing game.
0: Not a racing. Oof. Um, Wild Hour the Game Cat with the Australian $20. So, I'm not going to get the 20 minutes back watching Brian play pro, but here's $20 <laughs> I say for not buying it. Thanks, game on! Thank you so much, Wild oh. Hour. Really appreciate that. That was a terrible game, not a racing game, um, not a shooter. I at it. Uh, is this is this part of an existing franchise?
1: No, it is not part of an existing fr- existing franchise. All right, well, that takes care of Wolfenstein, Braxbro. bro.
0: are <laughs> not me, VR. Not Ellie Noir. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Um, <clears throat> man. Can you play this game on the flat screen?
1: The punk bomb, bro. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, no flat version. Okay. That was question number nine. Oh, and geez. I did count all You are as history's question. This game does suck. Just to let you know.
0: You did not count that. You didn't answer it, did you? I did, and uh, I did count it. Oh, I didn't even realize. And I, em, I,
1: yes, Emily, I, Emily does hate, would probably hate this game.
0: Okay, it's a cartoony piece of shit. Got it, okay. Okay. Um, Let's see. Can you use the aim controller in this game? No, no aim support. Okay, I know you said it wasn't a shooter, but there were there's a couple that were in my right. mind. Yeah.
1: Special delivery.
0: Yeah, special somebody mentioned special delivery and that was just stuck in my head for the entire time. <laughs> uh, is it third person?
1: It's not third person. Okay.
0: So we're going to guess first person. Um Okay. I
1: haven't seen anyone guess it yet.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so here's what we know about this game, guys. We've, we've, got, we've only got about two minutes left, but it's, it's probably first person. It's not in a franchise that we're familiar with. It's, uh, the, the developer has made other PSVR games. You do drive vehicles at some point of some kind or another, and the environments are pretty... You
1: drive a vehicle. Yeah, you drive a vehicle
0: okay um oh 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 no no operation Warcade is a shooter that's that's not gonna help me is it uh okay can you ride a roller coaster in it
1: <laughs> i cannot ride a roller coaster in okay it.
0: <laughs> we're starting to run out of time so i'm like uh um okay if you're in a vehicle and it's not a shooter vr apocalypse is definitely a shooter roadie um does that have puzzles? I guess that would help us out here. Did somebody already ask that? I thought I already
1: answered that and said no. I don't have that here, so what Vehicle based puzzle game
0: do you think? Dude, I have no idea. I'm really trying to um it's it's not a racing game, so it's not VR carts. Um Oh, is is there multiplayer?
1: There's no multiplayer. That gets rid of battle zone. How many questions do we have left? Uh you got a couple. <laughs> gets rid of um... you got you have seven questions left or six questions and a guess
0: okay but we'll have a minute left uh is it uh is it narrative driven
1: it's not narrative driven
0: okay that gets rid of kona um
1: five questions
0: okay aj doesn't aj probably doesn't like this bad environments um uh not la noir sci-fi game Guy henry um do you you, no not the dolphin game because you're in a vehicle oh my god i can't believe i'm just so totally lost right now start
1: you start guessing vehicles <laughs>
0: um do you fly
1: you do not fly four questions
0: okay do you um <clears throat> do you ride a motorcycle
1: you do ride a motorcycle okay Three is, questions.
0: is it is it um what what's the motorcycle game called is it uh it's vr not about vr apocalypse um oh crap what the hell is it called uh, 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 um, I gotta go with Motor Racer 4 only because I can't remember the other one. It's not Motor did Racer just, 4?
1: Did you just guess Motor Racer 4? Yeah. No! It's I, Apocalypse Rider! I, Apocalypse
0: Rider, that, that's, that's what I was trying to think of. I couldn't remember the name of it, and so, oh, and so I just went with the only motorcycle game I could think of. Oh, oh man. Apocalypse Rider, that's so the one I was trying close. to think of. Came this close, I just couldn't think of the name of so it. Close. Oh, it's such garbage! But I can't believe—I mean, yeah—I can't believe I got that close enough to Damn. to just to, the I, losing streak continues. <laughs> I would have gotten if I could just think of the name. That's the worst part about it—fucking VR monkey. But they're VR. Okay, and I kept yeah, thinking VR apocalypse. Apocalypse rider—is that right. what it's called?
1: Apocalypse rider. Yeah.
0: Why? Why isn't that in my head? That should be that should be ingrained <laughs> in my head.
1: I thought I honestly. I did like I really thought that was going to be easy. Oh, wow. I mean I was
0: confused. You said it wasn't a racing game.
1: Yeah, it's 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 like a dodging cuz you're not racing against anybody in it. You're like You're racing the time. you like, eh, like you're like dodging like i mean it was, that was a tricky one i was thinking yeah. about that I, I wasn't entirely sure to, to
0: just say no i would i probably would have gone further it was. With it. yeah yeah you no no it was. D- despite your horrible <laughs> clues
1: <laughs> that was great clues. I, I gave you a cartoony piece of shit i even tried to help you i was like name vehicles yeah i even tried to help you with no no you you I, definitely
0: did you definitely did and i and again if i g- remembered the name of it I threw out Motor Racer 4 only because that's the endless only runner. one I could think of. It's like
1: of. an endless runner, yeah. Yeah, I'm like an endless runner. Yeah. When I saw you say VR Apocalypse, I was like, that's got to trigger it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you knew it. You just couldn't remember the name.
0: Yeah, cool. so close, man, so close. I've lost for all different reasons. We've run out of time, run out of questions, <laughs> and this time I just couldn't think of the name of the game that I knew was the answer. AJ, this has been a fun show. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Um, and, of course, thank you to all the cats who hung out. Uh, thank you to Miles Dyer. Thank you to Jay Meow. Thank you to all of the moderators who helped keep everything running. Make sure everybody joins us over on Discord. The link for that's in the description below. And of course, I can't do this without my partner in crime, AJ. So make sure you subscribe to his channel, PSVR Underground. Doing Dude, it's October. I can't believe October's here and I'm still drowning in work behind the scenes trying to get shit done for the rest of this week. Hopefully after this week, we get all these reviews out and shit. Hopefully we're gonna have a lot, be able to have a lot more fun and just stream and hang out and have a blast. Uh, but this is a lot of hard work this week. And uh, man, make sure you guys stick around for the rest of the week because we've got a lot of games to talk about. Uh, at least, oh man, at It'll least three coming out week. this week.
1: Yep, we'll be uh, yeah, three games coming out this week. Cannot wait to talk about them. Should be a good time, Brian.
0: Remember, help us hire AJ. patreoncom slash games.
1: Can I cue the cat? Cue the cat, Brian, because I want to say see you guys Wednesday. To Miles Woo! L.A. bachelor asset game says, cue the flamingo. That's not right. Johnny, the no poltergeist, A.K.A. the Buddha, flat cat, blue flat, ghost cat. That's so hard to say. <laughs> Boo Jew, the underground game cat. Oh, I love it. i my palm. The game I got the cue the cat hey, on it. <laughs> L.C. two five five two beats the musical game cat. Otter X, the restless wandering game cat. this <laughs> book. time to play with game cats. Uh, yes, song is coming out. Oh, I can't wait to talk about it. Bob Zarkoff, the underground game cat. Uh, what's up, dude? Uh, serial killer, the peanut butter, checks, loving game cat. Good luck with your procedure tomorrow. We'll be thinking about you my oh, friend. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hit us up when you're healed and then you're now half human and half machine. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <Robo-cop>? <laughs> what, yes. what yes, procedure what is procedure, this? Oh, yes Murphy. <laughs> His real name is Murphy. Uh, no, um, Dude, I would opt for the
0: adamantium <laughs> skeleton instead.
1: Adamantium skeleton. Yeah, yeah, I think Wolverine would take RoboCop. Mm, big time. Uh, In a second. I want to tell this <laughs> game, Cat. <laughs> DJ. Dan, the bearded cat VR. Uh, all yours, are is history. The ghost cat. Says, happy birthday, my sidekick, Twitchy. Happy birthday happy to birthday. all of you. Happy birthday to you, Wolveraza. Happy birthday to you, to Funk Bomb Bro, to Game Cat. <laughs> Happy <laughs> freaking birthday, all of you. Steve IRE, uh, Dan Kiefer, Rody the Game Cat. Good to see you, man. Uh, Johnny Moles, appreciate all the support. Dude, yeah. you always give us, always support yeah. Brian Piccolo, thank you so much. Yeah. Guys, have a wonderful rest of the day. Flame Hat, Game Cat. Fire, fire, fire. We'll see you later. Diz the Game Cat.
0: Yeah.